When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Born Yesterday, a podcast experiment in which myself, Andy Barr, and my good friend Alexander Bennett... Hello, Andy. ...have been cloning ourselves. Yes, we've been cloning ourselves, and those precious, precious clones have had but 24 hours to learn about three things. The three things in this episode are... Garfield. A town crier. And toilet paper. These are the three things the clones know about, and our fantastic comedian guests will have to explain other things to the clones on the basis that they only understand those three things. Mm. You ever use toilet paper? Yes, I use it to wipe shit off my arsehole. Well done. Do you want a fucking medal? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> what, uh, what, what'll it look like? Uh, Your it... ideal medal. <laughs> my ideal medal? Yeah. It'll look like... Um... It'll look like the sort of a toilet seat, mm. um, but you know the sort of uh, ribbon that comes down from a, a medal. I just want right. that to be uh, white with a sort of messy brown streak <laughs> right. on it, and that's my toilet paper oh, medal. That's, that's quite nice. I yeah, mean, that's a good uh, thought that you've put into that. I appreciate it. Well done. You're very welcome. Mm. Other things I've used toilet paper for, apart from wiping shit off my asshole, yes, are um, uh, paper mache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, cleaning some things that are difficult to clean. Yep. Uh, And uh, the quick occasional snack. What, you eat the toilet paper? Do you use toilet paper to wipe wipe shit off your arsehole, Andy? Yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) Good. And, you know, I will not be... uh, I will not be shamed for this. Not a B-Day man? No, no, we don't have a B- I didn't understand what they were for. No, never did I. For a very long time. I used to do a stand-up routine about this, but I went to a very... Is it any good? <laughs> Some, somewhat. I went to a very underfunded junior school, um, 
and in uh, the uh, boys' bathroom, mm. uh, there was a bidet. Um, but, oh the, but the bidet was sort of in the centre of the floor with no kind of screen around it. It, there was no rhyme or reason as to why it had been installed in the room. We all concluded collectively that it was there to wash our football boots in. Right. But it was a B-Day. It was in the <laughs> middle of the room. Perhaps like when they were... It's an old an old Native... <laughs> Native American B-Day. Native American B-Day and they couldn't move it and they built the school around it. The B Day is a sacred site. I mean, why that's in Shrewsbury, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Shrewsbury, because mm. Shrewsbury, my hometown, still has a town crier, mm. uh, and it's had the same town crier um, since 1984. Because I would not want a young town crier. No, it would be annoying, wouldn't it? Mm. Sort of 20 year old, you know. Yeah. Is it sail on? Yeah. Uh, that's not the sort of news that they give, but No. <laughs> it's not. If you know, if you had to go out with this fucking bell every time there was a sail on. It's about the level of importance no of the information given to you by a town crier. Mm. Because they have to ride a line sort of um you know, it has to be genuine news <laughs> but you can't be, you know, ringing a bell and yelling that, you know, <laughs> there's, mm. there's been a, a series of brutal stabbings in the town. That's not, you know. No. That's not appropriate, town crier. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> People are warned to stay away from the waterways after it was discovered that there has been a chemical spill. That's sort of more in line, actually. Right. Yeah. But, you know. I was going to do a little act out where I was picturing a young town crier and uh, peppering his his speech with uh, sort of young people slang, and then I realised I don't really know any. It's <laughs> <laughs> a sobering moment. Do you think that when town criers started, hear ye, hear ye, was young people slang? Yeah, yeah. That's the equivalent of um, hello, fam. Hello, fam. <laughs> It's me, your friend. What is up? Hello, fam. (laughs) I've heard people say it, but not in our accents. Good afternoon, fam. (laughs) Hello, fam. Oh, if it isn't my fan, <laughs> what a wonderful coincidence to see you here <laughs> at the youth club. Fat. <laughs> we must stop meeting like this, fam. <laughs> Dr. Livingston, fam. <laughs> my hometown, Shrewsbury, has a forget it, fam. It's Chinatown. <laughs> Do you reckon when a town crier is getting down and dirty, he keeps his bell out and rings it whilst announcing what he's doing? <laughs> Do you think that, you know how people on death row, there's a certain um, sort of um, type of person that falls in love with a death row prisoner? Mm. 
Do you think that there's a certain type of person that really wants to hear the town crier as they feel the town crier? Yes. Yes, I do think that. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you are one of those people, please get in touch with us <laughs> at our email address. What would the town crier say while they were... Hey, hey, let it be known that I'm about to come. <laughs> Is that the sort of uh, scenario you were imagining, Andy? <laughs> the second he does, the little ringer on his bell comes off. <laughs> You're, on a... You're on a date with a town crier. He's gone to. He's gone to the loop. You can hear him in the loo. His bell's going. <laughs> he's announcing that he's having a piss. But he's left his scroll at the table. <laughs> you take a picket, sneak peek at his scroll, and it's just a sort of itinerary of what he's going to do to you. <laughs> All uh, mixed up in some local government <laughs> jargon about bylaws. Hey ye, hey ye, one rather enjoys having one's ass eaten out. <laughs> Fam. <laughs> what do you think the worst part of going out of a tank cryer is? Um, I think it's probably uh, when, yeah, it's been seven years, three of marriage, mm-hmm. and you're um, finally ready to have kids you've had your kids yeah and uh they're i don't know they're four and two mm-hmm. he's been out crying all day mm-hmm. you've been uh you've been looking after the little ones sure you've made dinner sure he's come back and you you've said to him right i've made the dinner would you be able to do bedtime do the stories mm-hmm. he says yeah sure 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 not at that volume, obviously. Yeah. And then you just get ready to put your feet up with a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And then he starts on the stories. Mm-hmm. You've never heard the gruffalo at such a volume. <laughs> <laughs> He's waving his bell around. <laughs> the kids are clamping their teddies to their ears. <laughs> and you think, well, this is finally it. I can't take any more of this. You get your gun. I think the worst part comes later. <clears throat> Once he's left, then you go, that was horrible. I've had to leave the man I love, the father of my children, but it couldn't work because of who he is. But at least I can build a better life for myself and my kids. And you go upstairs in this moment to check on your son and your daughter. And you just go and check on your daughter and just give her a little kiss on the forehead. And then you look down at her little arm. Looks so fragile. But something's something's glistening in the moonlight. And in her hand 
Claps, clasps a tiny bell. Mm. You turn and look at your son. And he's wearing a sort of... Ceremonial garb. Ornate tricorn hat. And you think, oh no. There's a couple of criers in the family. So what we can conclude from this is that the town crier gene is a dominant. So my hometown, Shrewsbury, mm. has had the same town crier since... Uh, 1984, hmm. who were uh, looking on his website now. It's called Martin. Um, I'd like to read you the About Martin section of uh, the website. Please, can, can we just um, note that his website is towncriermartin.com? You can look this up yourselves. Martin has been the town crier for Shrewsbury since 1984, and over that time he has met many thousands of people, <laughs> including royalty... Stars of stage, screen, and radio, and even the odd WI. Not that WIs are odd, of course. It's a little one. Little cheeky, cheeky little gag there for, for the mums. He has visited hundreds of schools. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably he was invited. <laughs> Rather than just rocking up. He has visited hundreds of schools <laughs> and cannot be stopped despite the best efforts. It makes him sound like a sort of a horrible sort of necromancer. He just arrives. And a week later, at least one of the children is dead. Not a mark on them, not a scratch on them. <laughs> Nothing in the toxicology report, but it's always after Martin's been there. <laughs> he has visited hundreds of schools and has led thousands of people on one of his very entertaining tours of Shrewsbury. <laughs> I think we've got to go. If you want to know what um, uh, Martin looks like, um, he looks like a really specific character in a fictional thing that I'm desperately trying to remember. Well, he looks. He he's got a, a kind of. Um, he looks like one of the. He looks like one of the Muppets from Muppets Treasure Island. Um, he looks like um, one of the pirate Muppets that's mm. got long white hair and a sort of um, dead Tom. Old Tom. I think it's one of the Toms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he's also got a a kind of cross between. Um, Richard Attenborough and Richard Harris as Dumbledore. Yes, that's 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 uh, that's bang on actually. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, he was about when I was growing up in Shrewsbury and occasionally uh, you'd walk out of the shop and you'd be minding your own business and he'd be fucking behind you and you'd suddenly start screaming about a town meeting. Yeah. And you'd cack your pants because he's also what's not visible on this website is that he's about 7 foot tall. Fucking hell. Yeah. So <laughs> so he's Jesus. An enormous bloke. <laughs> Cutting about the place, screaming. I suppose they've got to be quite, quite tall so that they're not constantly whacking people with their bell. Yeah. No, he's he's huge. He's still going. Fair play to him. Yeah. Well, at least you know, given given his height, you wouldn't um, you wouldn't lose him during one of his very entertaining tours of uh, <laughs> He doesn't need to hold a little umbrella or whatever. Easy to spot on school grounds. <laughs> <laughs> He's finding it increasingly difficult to blend in with the children. 
Ah, oh, we're going to need to build a higher wall. Hello, <laughs> David. He's just peering over. <laughs> Don't cry. Trying to blend in with the children. Just like right. We've had words that one of the students is a faker. <laughs> it's not. It's not her. It's not him. Do you think it's the seven foot tall one with the enormous white beard who keeps screaming and ringing a bell? <laughs> do, you think, do you think it's that? Maybe we should have a who, who's who's the parents or guardian of that child? Who's <laughs> wearing the very ornate tricorn <laughs> and, and yelling about a new shopping centre? For legal purposes, uh, we should point out that we have received no indications that uh, Martin, the town crier of Shrewsbury, is anything other than an upstanding member of the community and uh, a wonderful local character. Yeah, I, 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 obviously all of this is in, in jest. I have a great deal of affection for Martin because it's wild that, you know, I'm an adult man in the year 2023, mm. but I grew up in a town that had a very active town cry. Yeah, who's still going. Who's still going. Mm-hmm. Martin, this episode's for you. You dirty old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy. Yeah. What's your history with Garfield? We go way back. Yeah? Yeah. I um, used to have... Like you know, you remember the, like, the little Garfield annuals you'd get. Yeah, I had I had loads of them. Yeah, yeah. Dad decided that I should be interested in comics, mm. and so he just got me a, a stack of Dilberts, <laughs> <laughs> stack of the Far Side, a few Garfields. Yeah. yeah, thought there you go, have at it. Yes, real variety and quality there. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really remember much. I mean, you know, I remember the, the, the key characters. Yeah. In Garfield. Garfield. Lasagna. Uh, Odie. Normal. John. John. And Liz the vet. Liz, yeah. That was it. Uh, I was about to call her Tina for some reason. <laughs> no, there's no Tina in, uh, in Garfield. Um, yes, I, I also had lots of the Garfield annuals. Because mm. I was very interested in... Because I wanted to be a cartoonist as a kid, mm. so I got all the like, the Beano and everything, and then Garfield was sort of seen as a step up. Yeah, I never really progressed to any of the, uh, you know, Calvin and Hobbes or Far no. Side. Oh, the Far Basically, side anything great. anything quality, I never progressed to. The Far Side is is genuine art. Yeah, what I'd like uh, is all of the Garfield strips to be um, edited. It's, uh, to change nothing other than to make Garfield realistically age for the. Uh... <laughs> so for almost half of it, he's just a corpse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's just some sort of bones. You know that um, it's Jim Davis who's the Garfield guy. Yeah, he's like been openly not enjoying making Garfield for about twenty years. He seems to have. Sort of a fairly healthy relationship with something that he doesn't like doing. Mm. In the, at conventions, people will go, "What's Garfield doing now?" And he'll go, "He's dead," or whatever it is. Have you have you read the Garfield strip where uh, John drinks come? Yes, yes, yeah. I have. Yeah, I think possibly the most famous, hmm. uh, certainly these days of the of yeah. the Garfield strips. Although I believe that Jim Davis did deny that he was drinking come. 
Well, he is. Even there's absolutely no other way of interpreting that he's drinking a fucking cup of dog cum. That's the joke yeah. of the strip. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to have this drink. Where's my horse semen, says the vet. Uh, no, I think it was it was implied that he'd have a healthy litter of puppies or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I forget the, the details on yeah. when John drank cum. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you see that and that kind of... Um, that's what you remember. Yeah. <laughs> the punchline is, is entirely... Uh... Sometimes the setup can overwhelm a joke, can't it? Garfield is a weird comic strip. Because, mm. like, everyone knows the things, like, he likes lasagna or whatever it is, but generally most of the strips are just him trying to avoid doing anything. Yeah, or being a, a prick to the dog. Yeah. He's a horrible bastard, really, isn't he? Well, he's just... It's weird to have... And I know a lot of sort of newspaper strips are like this, but the character, he's like... Unlike any other character in fiction, he's like anti-motivation. Yeah. It's... it it's He only exists to not do anything. Mm. Except eat lasagna. Yeah, and frustrate... John's efforts to get his end away. You know, fucking mad cats off the lasagna. Andy, you've got cats now. Yeah. They're always trying to get at you. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we should probably just stop cooking lasagna. <laughs> Every day, another one. But but you love it too, don't you? Yeah. So you can't stop yourself. No. The cats come for it. Mm. Yeah, a lot of the time we'll we'll get it out of the oven and give it, uh, you know, pop it on top to give it a sort of period of rest. Yeah, turn turn around, sure, in order to attend to a task, sort of immediately opposite the lasagna. By the time we've turned back, yeah, um, it has been completely finished by those troublesome cats yeah. that you own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look afterwards. Um, Extraordinarily rotund. <laughs> um, you know that thing about um, if then you I chop chop a pint, of... <laughs> just wash it there. Yeah. In my frustration, my rage, I think I'll just have a pint of milk, a nice pint of milk to calm me down. But unfortunately, you've, you've... the labels have been swapped or something in the fridge. You've got you've accidentally. Downed one of the pints of dog cum that you keep in your fridge. Yeah. I'll have to go out and get another now. <laughs> and there's a next day there's a post on next door. <laughs> Anyone's dog behaving weirdly this morning. And he also has a moustache, so the um the visual image the sort of got milk visual image <laughs> after you've necked a pint of uh, Labrador seed. I feel quite sick. <laughs> you know that thing about if you die, um, <laughs> uh, like a dog will wait like several days before eating you, mm. but cats will pretty cats much... Cats will lay in straight away. Yeah, straight yeah. away. Well, the only reason they're doing that is they want to get you open so they can get all the lasagna out of you. Here's a question, Andy. Mm. Garfield is enormously successful. Yes. Why? 
Um, but work ethic. No, not the character. Why? <laughs> why? why? <laughs> and he isn't. Why? Why? Why is Garfield? Garfield is like a huge pop culture. Less now, mm. but Garfield is like sustained as a brand for like thirty-five odd years. Yeah, I suppose. You know, back in those days, you didn't have television. You didn't have uh, the wireless. You just had uh, the newspaper. You, you just had Garfield. Yeah, you just had Garfield. <laughs> the paper boy would come round. He'd he'd wang your wang your paper at your door. You'd go mm. down to the front door and you'd pick up the paper and you'd go, "This is this is odd. There's no news. It's just Garfield. There's not even a paper. It's just one one sheet of paper. <laughs> it's your Garfield strip for the day." Back in the day where there was no TV or no radio yeah. and you just got the Garfields delivered. Yeah. Your father was <laughs> sat in front of a fireplace with his pipe just with one small strip of paper that had Garfield on it. Ah, yes. Peter's retiring to his, <laughs> his study. <laughs> Spends, yeah, it's kind of like a, 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 fine, a fine whiskey. You've got a sort of... Mm. Savor each little. You've got a mull. Sip. Every single panel, he's yeah. pouring over it with his micro, micro, <laughs> microfying glass. <laughs> sort of, what's it called? Like a, 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 a like a monofilament thing. Is yeah, that what yeah, it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's scrying over Jim Davis's pen penship. Mm. Mm. Nermal looks good today. Yeah, he says. Yeah, to himself. Of course, mother was more of an odie woman. Mm. Why is Garfield successful? I don't fucking know. It's, do a, it's a cat that doesn't like doing anything. Yeah. Well, I suppose you know, maybe, maybe it's just. Is it only successful? Is it only successful just because it got printed in enough newspapers where everyone just maybe. collectively agrees? I guess is a thing now. Maybe everyone, you know, tapped into the zeitgeist somehow, and everyone was like, "Yeah, maybe I, I'm like Garfield. I don't like doing anything. I hate Mondays. I hate my." Job. Life, yeah. I want to gorge myself. We've we're we're all living high on the hog right now. It's the it's the bloody eighties. Uh, is Garfield even an eighties? He is an eighties thing, isn't he? I don't know. Late eighties. Late eighties. Yeah, yeah. So it's the the end of the eighties. Everyone's you know the, the, everyone's got too much stuff. Thatcher's gone. No, she wasn't. I don't know, but she, yeah. you know. I was thinking in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a completely bankrupt culture. Therefore, and they're all like, "Yeah, okay, maybe everything is crap." Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so now, see, now we're cutting to the heart of it. Garfield is a symbol of uh, of, of a cultural malaise. Yes, and that's why so he identified with so many people. Mm. Yeah, I reckon that's it. it. Garfield is a symptom of cultural malaise. And occasionally he sort of tricks his owner into necking dog cum, and that's quite funny. I isn't don't it? think he was even tricked. No, I think he's just, he just—he just like appears. <laughs> he appears in the third panel or I something. Think he's just there. Just finds this cup. And... <laughs> he's got a sixth sense for it. <laughs> he knows. John knows where dog cum there is. There aren't even any motion lines on the on the panel to show him arriving. He's just there suddenly. Like he's he's, just, uh, he's suddenly realised, suddenly manifested. 
But he always knows where Don Cum is. Yeah. I mean, most of the time. We, <laughs> we all know where it is, really. <laughs> Push comes to shove, somebody asks you to identify where some Don Cum is. You've got a pretty clear idea. Nine about. times out of ten, you're going to be pretty on the money. Yeah. It's in Vets Bins. Our two brilliant guests in this episode are Alison Spittle and Andy Field. You can find Alison Spittle at at Alison Spittle on Twitter and other forms of social media. Uh, she hosts the podcast Wheel of Misfortune with Kerry Katona, and uh, you can listen to that. That podcast is doing very well. Alison is also a brilliant stand-up comedian. You should see her live wherever possible. And you can find Andy Field on Twitter at at Andy Andy Field. Uh, he is a stand-up comedian, it says in his bio. Um, if you Google him, you will find that there is an author by the same name whose SEO is better. Uh, Andy has shows available to watch on Next Up. I believe that Alison does also. Uh, he's also doing McCuncliffe. If you're going to that particular comedy festival. Um, I don't know if Alison is doing Edinburgh. I am doing Edinburgh. I will be at the Edinburgh Fringe uh, in uh August 2023, buy tickets to come and see me. Uh, if you have any suggestions for things that you would like guests on the show to explain, please email us. Please like, rate, review, subscribe, tell people about the show, and um, send us some fan art. Please do. Uh, I'm not doing the Edinburgh Fringe, but I will be performing uh, at some gigs around town. That's London town, so maybe you'll see me at one of those. I'm not going to advertise what any of them are, though. Let's listen to the episode now. Yes, please. Alison Spittle. Hi. And Andy Field. Hello. Thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. Yeah, I'm so sorry for Thank it. you for having us. Yeah. Thanks. And, and happy very... birthday for yesterday. That's very kind of you, Alison. What are you sorry for? Just your situation. Uh, well, we, we yeah. don't... I mean, we're not entirely sure what our situation is at the moment, but we're looking okay. forward to learning things about the world and figuring out uh, where, whereabouts we are in it. We have, yeah. al we have already learned uh, three things okay. mm. Great. Uh, that we'd like to tell you about. Yeah. Uh, these are the three things that we understand. Uh, myself and Andy are familiar with Garfield. Sure. Garfield, okay. Garfield. Garfield, the universe of Garfield, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We know what a town crier is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we are familiar with toilet paper. Sure. Ooh. Okay. Garfield, town crier, toilet, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Wow. Right. This is yeah. what myself and Andy understand. Mm. That's great. Um, Alison. Yeah. In one minute, yeah. bearing in mind the things that we understand... I'm going to try very hard. Could you please explain to us who Nelson Mandela is? Okay. This is a person. Yes. And your time starts now. So, uh, Garfield is a cat. Yes. yes. And uh, I'm sure Garfield may have been aware of the situation in South Africa. He was around <laughs> at that time. What is South Africa? Well, it's, uh, it's the tip... It's the tip of Africa, the bottom tip of Africa. Africa is a continent. Okay. And a continent is a big chunk of the world. Right. What's the world? The world is a big chunk of the solar system. Okay. What's the solar system? The solar system is a, is a chunk of the universe. What's the universe? The universe is all of us. 
So, 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 South so, Africa is a chunk of all of us. It's the tip of your chunk. <laughs> uh. Okay, so South Africa is the tip of our chunk, and Garfield would be aware of this. Garfield is aware. That's that's the wait there, wait there, town crier. Okay, oh hear ye, oh hear ye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what a town crier says. And, and your time is up, Alison. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much that indeed. Really started to loop into just getting further and further out. You know? It did, it did. Yeah. I went a bit too big. In, I went um, a bit too big. Well, we, we appreciate all the... You'll inf- never know who mm. Ma- Nelson Mandela is now. Well, well uh, as, as far as I understand from the information that you've provided, uh, Nelson Mandela uh, is um, a, a, a person who is in some way related to the situation in South Africa, South, yeah. Af- South Africa being the tip of your chunk. And, well, no, uh, the universe is the tip of your chunk, but... South Africa is part of... It's part the, of the tip of your chunk. Yeah, but I think it, it gets quite... Granular. It bends back on itself by the sounds of it. Your chunk bends back on itself. Just the That's tip. what I'm given to understand so far. And Garfield would have known this. Thank you very much, <laughs> Alison. We appreciate that. Andy. Wowie. In uh, one minute, would you be able to explain to us uh, who the minions are? Uh, your yeah. time, time starts now. Starts now. Okay, so the minions are sort of lots of very small men, yellow men. You know how Garfield is orange? Yes. And Garfield's quite small compared to... What's Garfield's owner? John. 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 Garfield's quite small compared to John. He certainly is. So imagine uh, sort of similar-sized little yellow, almost look like little... Uh, oh, oh, what's a good thing that you'd understand? Like, if you know, if you bunch up a bunch of toilet roll, yes, yeah, sort of, they look like sort right. of little yellow bunched up bits of toilet roll people. And they're from a famous film. Uh, there was a Garfield movie, so you know, right. you know the concept of movies. Yes, yeah. we do. There's a, there's a movie that features lots of sort of little do, little yellow men. Do the minions have an equivalent, John? Uh, they do. His name's Gru, what's and he's voiced name? by Steve Carell. Who's Steve Carell? Steve Carell's very much the sort of John of uh, kind of uh, The Office. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. That was very good. Um, I didn't mean to be that good. That it didn't very feel very good. funny. It felt, it felt no, uh, no, efficient. No. It, it all helps. We're here to learn. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad. And now we've learned that the minions are little yellow kind of bunched up toilet paper um, men. Who come from a film and they've got their own John and he's called Gru. <laughs> yeah. I, I really got in a, I stuck in a rat there because I wanted to say they were sort of like tablet shaped, but then I was like, how do you explain like a tab a pill? Yeah, you guys don't what know what a, those are. What, what is, is a pill? pill? Yeah, well, exactly. What's a pill? I suppose you can take little pills that make you poop a lot, and then you need toilet roll. Do you know, you understand toilet roll and toilets? They're sort of a little thing that you can swallow, and right. and they'll do different things to your body, and one of them is make you poo, and you need toilet roll. Okay, so okay. it's so it's a it's a thing you swallow to make you need to wipe your body. Yeah, that's one of the things yeah. that it could and do. Could, or you, it could, could you swallow a, a minion, and what would that do? I think a minion is probably like maybe fifty times too big to swallow, but if they're mi- the same shape as the sort right. of thing that you swallow. If minions are made out of toilet paper, can they be used for the same function? I think you could wipe your bum with a minion, but they're, they're very they pliable. Like you know, mm. they just sort of they're there. To help, yeah. but they're not made of toilet roll. I was just trying to think of something that you could shape right. into. But if, that you if, would it, get the if it would, off. if it would help you to wipe on a minion, yeah. would they be amenable to that if they understood that that was 
I think if you ask the minion to yeah. wipe your bum, they do it for you. Informed consent. If you if you give a minion informed consent. Yeah, okay. they're uh, big on it, consent. It will do anything. Do you guys understand consent? No. <laughs> do you want to explain consent, Andy? Well, we, 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 I don't think I want them to I know. Mean, you know it, <laughs> it I think mo- you guys should find out the we hard way. We have to educate these people. <laughs> it might come up via some of the remaining uh, things that we're interested to learn about. Yes. <laughs> or your actions. Um, so... <laughs> The, 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 those were uh, people that we were asking you to explain there. Yeah. Yes. Um, we would like some more information about places because okay. we have only existed in this place, but we are aware that there are other places. Mm-hmm. Um, Alison. Yes. In uh, in two minutes. Yes. Could you please explain to me uh, what Santa's Grotto is? Oh. Your time starts now. Oh, you know the way Garfield is a Christian. <laughs> and, uh, he celebrates Christmas. No, no, no. Um, what characteristics does Garfield have that make him a Christian? He wears a little crucifix, and he gets uncomfortable around gay people. Now I'm going to pick I'm you up. Here. I haven't hates Mondays. I love Sundays. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for laughing into the mic. Uh, no, no, no. As, as far, as far, well, I mean, I was being it, very. I, I do have to ask you two yes. questions here. Yes. The first of which is... Is Garfield homophobic? Yes. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get on to that. Okay. Uh, what, what is a crucifix? Oh, a crucifix is... Uh, okay, okay. A crucifix is two bits of wood that's used uh, for pain. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> pain? Yeah, if someone's been very bad, yes. right? Uh, in the olden days, they used to... Uh, they used to get you to lie down on these two bits of wood, yeah, and then they would nail you to it uh, with with a hammer. Nail you to it. Yeah, hammer and nails. What's like, a hammer and what's a nail? Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh, my, you really do not know nothing. This is my sweet summer child. Um, so a hammer is an implement. Do you know what an implement is? We do. We've seen Garfield. Well, we've seen oh the, yeah, the Garfield. bell as is, well. Is this yeah. going to loop back to Santa's grotto? Or? Imagine. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yes. It's got thirty-four seconds in which to do so. Okay. Okay. And I still so. really want to know what gay people are. <laughs> So Garfield is a Christian. He practices Christianity. You're just starting again. Yes, and he celebrates Christmas, and he gets a present from a special man. What's, and that what, is Santa. What, what, what's Christmas, and what's it relation? What's the relationship to the crucifix, which is two bits of wood that you lie on, and then there's a hammer and a nail? Because that man is Christ. But the guy nailing the two bits of wood, uh, and it's his birthday. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Alison. <laughs> Garfield doesn't like gay people because it's not my place so, to say it. Well, uh, the, the, that's John's. Right, that's, that's, that's on the docket as far as we're concerned. That's uh, Whatever that means. That's locked um, in. The, the information that I, I think we gleaned there, Andy, mm. uh, is that uh, Santa's uh, Grotto um, yes. is a place where a special man gives you a present because... Uh, Garfield is a Christian, and what a Christian means is that you lie down on two bits of wood, uh, and only if you've been bad, only if you've been bad, (laughs) and then there's a hammer and a nail, and you don't like gay people, whoever they are. That uh, that is the explanation that that's pretty about sums up what I've gleaned from that as well. Thank you, Alison. Thank you. No, no problem. problem. Thank you, (laughs) Andy. (laughs) Could you? uh, 
explain to us where the London Dungeons is? And what it is. In two minutes, your time starts now. Um, I think it's Waterloo. No, it's London Bridge. Do you know London Bridge? Are you familiar with train stations? Mm. Uh, I've seen a train station in the Garfield movie. Have you? Well, perfect. Okay, so there's train stations, and there's one of those uh, in a place. You know how, like, uh, uh, toilets are in places where you've got the toilet roll? Yes. There's other places where trains are. You know about trains. We sort of of broadly understand this concept that some things are in different locations. Yes, great. What is is it? What is it? From my understanding, it's sort of uh, 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 an in-between job for, for actors. What's a job? What's an actor? Um, you know how John has to leave the house sometimes, yeah, Mondays, yeah, in order to afford like the lasagna for Garfield and things. Yeah, he's gonna. He's he's leaving to do a job. Okay. Uh, so people just have jobs that occupy their time, and they're, they're like, like Liz is a vet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Liz is a vet, and vet's mm. a job, and Liz gets paid to be a vet, and okay. she uses the pay to fund other things. A town crier is a job, I believe. That's yes. true. Yeah, town crier that, is a that, job, that, that yeah. That is true. And if something really interesting happened in the London Dungeons, that the town crier might shout about how like something interesting happened in the London Dungeons, but the, they're basically a tourist attraction. What sort of things... jump out and scare you. It, right. Have it, you ever been scared? Like uh, if a town crier no. started shouting right next to you and you didn't know he was there, you might go, whoa! So the London Dungeon is a place where you go to feel like, Whoa! Why would a town crier suddenly appear next to me? Well, you might not have noticed the town crier. You might have been, you know, engrossed in a good book. And then he walked across behind you and went, There's been a shooting at the mill! You know? <laughs> the mill! And you'd go, Whoa! Oh, no. What's a shooting, what's the mill, and what's a good book? Uh, great. So, Ten a seconds. good book. Uh, Garfield Annual. <laughs> Garfield, <laughs> Annual. Garfield Annual is yeah. a good book. Yeah. Uh, shooting is, you know, lasagna. Thank Time's you. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was going to be a stretch. Thank you, Thank you Andy. We, 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 there was lots in there. We really, really mm. appreciate that. We covered some ground there. Excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, Andy, would you like to sum up what. Um... Absolutely. So, as far as I understand, uh, the London Dungeons is near the toilets at Waterloo, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere where a jobbing actor would um, appear near you in order to scare you, perhaps as a town crier, and shout about a shooting that had occurred at a mill. That's not far off. Yeah, That's that would I've cause got. quite a ruckus. Yeah, thank I you. Would do. Thank you, Andy. No, you're welcome. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, one area of uh, the human experience that myself and Andy are very keen to learn about yes. um, is uh, the world of creativity and the world of art. Oh. Art. Wow, yeah. Oh, wow. We'd like to know more about human creativity. Okay. So to that end, um, Alison, yeah. in three minutes... Could you please explain to me what happens in the Star Wars films? Oh, I watched those last year. Your time starts now. Okay, so you know the way uh, Garfield um, is a Christian? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a lot of parables. He reads the Bible. What's the Bible? The Bible Mm. is a book. It's like an annual for Christians. It's like a set of instructions. It is a very good book. The good book, okay. in fact. Um, but I'm going to so go is it off better this. than the Garfield annual? <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people would say so. I don't want to argue with those would people. Would it consume your attention so much you would be unaware of an approaching tank cry? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Depends on whether you get into the crucifixion bits or not, mm-hmm. like where it's a bit gory. But I'm going to go straight away away from that because that was a bad uh, alley to go down. An alley is a type of road which is uh, like a, a tarmacadamed uh, rectangle in front of you that leads you to places. We've seen roads in Yeah, in Garfield, Garfield in the Garfield yeah. movie. And a town so, crier goes down a road so, with his bell. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you about the mill. <laughs> so so you know the way in, in the in the universe of Garfield, Garfield loves lasagna. Yes. He's mm. a he's a Christian. Yeah. And also he's, <laughs> he's a big old Christian. He's a big old Christian. <laughs> And he's curious about space. Now, space is the thing that I was talking to you before, yeah. which is those chunks, yeah. you know, those beautiful chunks those we were talking about. Chunks, yeah. And uh, there is some 
infighting within the chunks. There, oh. there are there are some wars happening. Is this the situation Arguments. in South Africa that Nelson Mandela oh, was involved in? On a massive in? scale, okay. right? But with instead of humans, um, like furry people, like Garfield, uh, who look a bit like Garfield, <laughs> like a big stretched Garfield. One is called Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. like, and, uh, so Chewbacca is like a sort of stretched Garfield. Yes, mm. he is. The, like he, can, he and Chewbacca can no longer communicate. A John-sized Garfield or or bigger? Oh, at one and a half Johns at least. At least. Is it, does the does the increase in size increase the sort of um, uh, uh, lust for lasagna? Oh. Is is Chewbacca even more into lasagna than Garfield mm. is? The the lust got too much, and this is what's created the wars. And uh, I think Star Wars is about a really furry man who <laughs> has a friend <laughs> who gets into lots of pickles, but he's just driving. What's you know? a pickle? A pickle is a is a, a bit of a, a fracas a, a, a situation. Have you ever seen Jersey Shore? The situation. What's Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore wow. is, is <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Shore. Is it? So you know the way Garfield is a TV program, and uh, he loves lasagna. Yes. But mm. imagine if people. Uh, love to uh, humiliate themselves uh, nightly. Um, What's humiliation? It's the opposite. It's the opposite to lasagna. Is it bad? It's uh, it can be, but so sometimes it can be good. Your like time is up. Would, it, would would humiliation result in you getting nailed to the crucifix? Could oh, it? Yeah, that's a part of it, isn't it? Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're like, who's that? Oh. You'd have to build your crucifix first, though, because that's how it works, is you build your own crucifix. Right. And then you just lie down on it. Thank you. And then Um, somebody turns up and nails you to it. Yeah, if if they're free. What you've told us there in three minutes is that Star Wars is about a sort of long Garfield uh, who has eaten so much lasagna it's caused a war to happen. Yes. Um, And uh, I don't know if the sort of... the Christianity is part of this war or, or, or... but but someone's been bad. Yeah. See, I never knew Garfield was a Christian. Did you guys? Because you, that's one of the I've, main. Things I've got to say, it's it's Garfield. new information to us. But the the extent to which Alison insists upon it has kind of made me feel that it's it's canon. Oh, yeah. he's, he's Christian. He just doesn't like to talk about it much. You know. Thank you, Alison. No for problem. That <laughs> I just clearly, is it... Andy. Yes, Andy. In. Three minutes. Could you explain to me what the Haywain is? I don't know. Your time starts now. Uh, I'm presuming the Haywain is a painting by, like, Turner or someone. What's a painting? Uh, You know how Garfield is, like, drawn. You Mm. know, like, you can get, like, artworks of Garfield. Or, like, was he a comic strip as well? Uh, uh, Garfield uh, appears on. I think you should know flat things. Yeah, yeah, and on a screen on yes. flat surface. Yeah, so things yeah. that aren't screens are often like works of art, like paintings or drawings. Right, and a painting you make with sort of like uh, so just Garfield, colors on onto a surface. Garfield is a work of art. Garfield is a work of art, yeah, yeah. And a similar work of art, but from a, a couple of hundred years ago, is a, another painting called the Haywain, but ah. it's not of like an orange, like charismatic cat. No. It's of sort of like a, it's a rural scene. A rural scene. What does what does rural mean? Well, you know how like we we've established different places. Some yes. places have sort of lots of uh, uh, not very many plants. You know, green things that yeah. grow out of the ground. Yeah. Um, and some places have loads of green things that grow out of the plant uh, uh, grow out of the ground, and we refer to those places as sort of rural. Okay, right. so it's a place with lots of plants. Yeah, yeah. and okay. it's a, it's a it's a painting of. 
It's a painting of a sort of a rural scene. You know, people are doing some things. There's a hay wain. Yeah. Who who would who, who would make a painting? Uh, a painters. So some people get really really good because to make a painting you get paint. What's that made of? It's like liquid color. Liquid color. You know, right. liquid like in the toilet, and color like browns a color, like when you wipe your bum. Yes. Yeah. Other and colors. The minions are yellow. All of the other. Yeah, minions are yellow. Yes. So they get all of these liquid colors, and then some people get really, really good at putting the liquid colors onto the flat surfaces could, to make it look like things, like Garfield could or you, a town crier. Could you describe using toilet paper as a form of of painting? Yeah, absolutely. So if you sort of like bunched a bit of toilet roll uh, to and make then a minion, dipped it into some yeah, like a minion, yeah, right. and then dipped it into some liquid color, right? You could then like touch the liquid color onto something else, and it would transfer from the the toilet paper. When onto you a use surface. toilet paper, there is a co- once it's been used, there is a color on it. Yeah. If you were to use that color, is that a painting? Uh, I suppose so. It would be a bit avant garde. Most people don't really. Oh paint that way what's avant-garde avant-garde is just a bit out there a bit weird you know like imagine if garfield was wearing like uh big cowboy boots that would be avant-garde you know it would just be a little bit crazy you know okay so (laughs) avant-garde avant-garde is 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 garfield when he's decided to wear some boots yeah like you, you could make a painting using smeared poo but you know it's just not necessarily how they teach you how to do it in say goldsmiths what's goldsmith it's actually about a a Ten minute bus from here. It's a bus. Oh, a bus. God, yeah, crikey. I suppose has Garfield ever gotten a bus? What does you know crikey how mean? places exist. You can go from different places. Your time is Thank up. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you so much. I feel like that was that was very explanatory and, and very and very good. Andy, mm. what yeah. did you? I'm frustrated that I keep doing it. I should be doing it worse, or like in a funnier way. We, no, we, I think I'm doing we appreciate, it bad enough. Yeah. I guess we're representing like, both sides yeah. of the the coin. Yeah, yeah. we it appreciate is, all of the information. It is greatly appreciated. Um, Andy, what did you gather from that? Uh, yeah. Um, so I now understand that the Haywain is 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 a painting, much like Garfield is a painting, and it's made using um, liquid colour, mm. which is daubed onto a surface. Um, in a manner to sort of represent things. And the Haywain represents a rural scene, which is uh, a, a place without, um, with lots of plants um, where people would do some stuff. And you can't make that from toilet paper colour because that would be too similar to Garfield wearing boots. Yes. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. yeah. I, I back all of that information, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Myself and Andy uh, have only existed f- since yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Thank you. Um, You're so young. We are. We we are aware that things have happened before myself and Andy happened, and we'd like to learn a little bit more about those things. About the uh, past, if you like. Um, Alison. Yeah. In three minutes, uh, could you please explain to me? What John and Yoko's bed in was. Okay. Your time starts now. So, uh, the Minions, the latest film. Oh, this is not a reference that they understand. No, they, they don't know about the Minions. Well, so the Minions have this film. We understand called, that the Minions are little yellow blokes made out yeah. of paper. Their latest film, The Rise of Gru, has a lot of songs on it on their soundtrack. Songs are uh, paintings with with sound, right? And uh, soundtrack 
is a collection of songs played over a film. Now, a film is something that you've seen with the Garfield film. Yes, with Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a film involving... I feel like we've let you get away with songs or paintings with sound. <laughs> oh, do you want to go back to that? The, how, 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 do you, how do you smear a colour into noise? Ah, that's a song. Ah... <laughs> Is, That's the song. Is that one of the songs that is on the soundtrack to uh, the latest Minions? It does sound like like a John and Yoko B side or something like that, where he would just go like, "War is bad." Ah, what's war? War is the destruction of people and things to prove a point. So during the Minions' latest film, yeah, we sort of was... sort of understand what a film is because we've seen a film with Garfield in it. So during that, someone's going ah. It was based in the seventies. It was a prequel, and it had lots of really great music in it. What was the seventies? The seventies was a tumultuous time. Uh, it was after the JFK assassination. But What's before. that? JFK assassination is where the CIA got involved <laughs> and killed the President of the United States. Now, Okay, very quickly, because I understand that <laughs> we, we do really want to understand what John and Yoko's bed in, but yes. in a sentence, what is the CIA? Yeah. CIA are a, 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 a load of scoundrels. A load of scoundrels. Yes. Scoundrel being... Bad, 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 bad so, people. So they might crucify themselves. And, they might. Yeah. And JFK... Is oh he was a he was a sex president he was a president that had sex a lot uh, so there there what we the, go That's what does president mean president is a like a politician the head of a, like a boss like a big boss like the country. minions the, the, like the minions have a John yeah the like John of the John, John of John. the United States but, 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 he, but he was a sex was he was a, a sex crew he was a sex crew yes he yes. was a sex crew those poor minions and the CIA. What does, what does assassination mean? Assassination means uh, an attempt, like a killing of someone uh, done by a state or a, a terrorist group or, uh, you know. And killing is? Yeah. Oh, do you remember that guy from Japan who got killed with a hairdryer? No. Okay. Killing is? The president, Abe, that was his name. They made a gun out of a hairdryer. What hair does dryer. killing mean? Killing means to like end one's life. So you know the way you're alive now. You, to the, yesterday you were alive, right? Yes. But the day before that you weren't alive. So it's going okay, back to so that state of pre-life pre state. state. Okay. Pre-life state. Thank, Thank you, you Alison. So John, Thank you. <laughs> you won't let me explain. Well, we, 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 we're, we're giving you a lot of time we, and space. We are asking you to explain, Alison. We're very, very appreciative of all the explanation. Um, <laughs> Your explanation there of, of what John and Yoko's bed in. Yeah. Um, oh. You didn't quite get to either. Oh, oh God. No. Yeah, but I think we got a lot of uh, sort of contextual information around. Yeah, I think it was mainly context. Um, the, 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 the John and Yoko's bed in, whatever it was, or whoever it was involved. So someone was involved in that who goes, ah, over mm. the Minions prequel. Uh, and um, yes. it's sort of yes. both the John and Yoko's bed in and the Minions prequel, as far as I'm led to believe take place within the context of uh, a group of scoundrels killing a sex crew. I yeah. keep treating the minions as if it's something that you definitely know, but you've only had... Well, we definitely know that the little guys know. made a paper when they're yellow. Yeah. We've also got some information about Shinzo Abe now. As well. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would say she never said Shinzo, so what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. I think that... She I, said Abe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair question, actually. 
Um, Suddenly, this is all very suspicious. Clearly, I'm just communing with something I don't understand. I think you yeah, Some, Sometimes <laughs> unexplained things pop in. <laughs> What's pop? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Alison. No problem. Andy. Yes, Andy. Could you please explain to us in three minutes uh, what mad cow disease is or was? Your time starts now. Right, lasagna. <laughs> we understand lasagna. That's yes. layers of pasta with a sort of mince, which is made out of meat. Mm. So we get mm. what meat is because it's in lasagna. Uh, we don't know what it is. We know it's in lasagna. What is it? So it comes from animals, like we're animals, like people. And yes. there's also other animals, right. like Garfield's an animal, like a yeah. cat. Chewbacca's uh, an animal. Chewbacca's yeah. an animal, we the know minions, about them. The minions, yeah, minions may be animals, it's, sort of the, it's up for debate, but maybe they are. But either way, there's these really big animals, yes. probably, like, uh, probably weigh about four johns. Four right. johns. Yeah, and you can farm them, uh, you, know, you, can, you look after them, and you raise them up, and then when you're ready, you kill them. You've been told about killing just recently, haven't it's, you? It's, it's when it's, you make something... Uh, yeah, so not, when they're not alive anymore, yeah, right. uh, then you can just take all of the meat from their body... And then prepare it in different ways for eating, like in lasagna. Does, what was I explaining it to begin with, though? To, uh, you're, you're explaining what mad cow disease is, right? Um, oh, uh, so you t- you take the, the the meat from how do you four johns get get the meat off four johns? Yeah, it's, it's just like a series of just sort of like chopping them up, doing horrible things. You know, um, what sort of horrible things? Oh, can't. Do you know sharp implements? Like you'd right. use a knife and fork to eat a lasagna. Yeah, I've right. seen you can use it. like a really big knife to just yeah. fully chop up like a whole cow. If that's a horrible thing to do, would the people who do it sort of self-crucify after? No, no. I think you just compartmentalise your guilt sometimes with these things. <laughs> What's guilt? Guilt is like, you know, if you ate like four lasagnas and then you were just like really full and you've had loads of this thing that you like, but you're just like, oh, I shouldn't have had that much of it. That's kind of, you feel when, guilty. When Garfield gets a bit larger and he feels yeah. sad. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I can't even move. I had so much lasagna. He probably feels a bit guilty that he had that guilt. much lasagna. Do you think because Chewbacca is much bigger and can eat much more lasagna, do you think he has a greater capacity for guilt? No, I think he would feel guilt the same amount, but he has a greater capacity for lasagna before the guilt sets in. So he's got a higher guilt threshold. No, he's got a higher lasagna threshold, (laughs) but he would feel guilt just as keenly as as anyone else. But it would take more lasagna to make him feel guilty. Right, he's got a good But it's the same amount of guilt or it's more guilt? No, it's the same. He would just feel guilt the same way. But either way, if one of these big cows is insane and then you eat all of its food, you get really sick and that's mad cow disease. What's insane? Insane is like, uh, say if lasagna, uh, say, say if Garf, say if a town crier, yes. instead of announcing the news of the town, yes. just started screaming just in, intelligible gibberish and just like pooing and just throwing things at people, just scre- <laughs> ripping his skin off. You'd say that he'd gone insane. A town crier did this. If a town crier did do that, you would say that they'd gone insane. That's just sort of symptomatic of like uh, behavior that's unbecoming of your normal self. You, you said a, a, a cow. Is yeah. that what the four johns is yeah yeah a right, cow okay. a cow's the equivalent of about four johns okay right. your time's up there andy thank you very thank much you. indeed no you're welcome thank you guys for yeah. that explanation that's a very good explanation um, andy would you like to sum up what we just learned there yeah so um when uh, four johns which make a cow um go mad which is when they start ripping their <laughs> skin off and shitting and and shouting about things when that happens if you were to then take their meat and eat it the same thing would would happen to you, and that's what mad cow disease was. Yeah, that's dead on. 
Thank you, Andy. No, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there are so many things. Yes. To learn about. There so, are. So we're just going to keep keep suggesting. Yeah. Some. Please do. Please um, do. Alison, in two minutes. Yeah. Two. Can you please explain to me what an egg is? Your time starts now. Oh, it's like a minion with protein in it. Uh, like <laughs> it's a what's protein? Yeah. Protein is. Uh, do you know what? I actually don't know. Okay, it's something that people like. Right. Andy, like, do you know what protein is? Uh, yeah, it sort of makes you strong. Right. Do you know how like strong. John can pick like up trauma? Like, like trauma makes you strong. Protein is like trauma. For the Ooh. the body, Alison, what's trauma? Trauma is when you know uh, the way JFK got shot because he was a sex. He was a sex yes. resident, sex and, the, and you know his wife was beside him, holding his head in her lap. She would have had what's <laughs> called trauma. <laughs> yeah, you know when she like flaps the back bit back on. <laughs> That's what trauma is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so after Sorry. she, so after she held the back of his head, she became strong. Yes. Okay, and that's protein. she became Jackie. And you would have the same internal oh, experience egg. that she yeah. had in that moment if you ate a minion. Exactly. So an egg is a, an egg comes out of a chicken's vagina or anyone's vagina, really. Not my well, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, listen. What's a chicken and what's a vagina? <laughs> What came first? <laughs> so a chicken is a <laughs> a chicken is a minion with feathers, right? Okay, and, uh, I've, I've seen Garfield wear feathers. Did, at some yeah, point. yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like uh, the chicken, the chicken, uh, a chicken is a, is a thing with feathers, and then the egg comes out of the chicken's vagina. A vagina is a hole uh, in a in a in a thing, and it secretes <laughs> eggs. Now, eggs, and that's are, all it is. <laughs> Alison, your time is up. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alison. We really, no we really appreciate that information. No In your two minutes, uh, you've explained that an egg um, is a source of protein. Protein being what you get when it's you a hold minion that has protein in it. A little minion that has protein in it, but 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 it comes out of a bigger minion with feathers. It comes out yeah. of a hole in that. That's that's yeah. that. I think that's good. And if that's you if you eat it, you become strong, like you were holding your husband's head. Exactly. <laughs> I Thank think that was her strongest description. Yeah, I really think that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you hit every good. beat you needed. Yeah. We're, we're glad. Thank you, Alison. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> good I, stuff. I don't know if you're one of these podcasts that like to take up like thirty seconds and put it up on Instagram, but I don't know what you're gonna get from this. <laughs> <laughs> that bit, you know, it is that bit. That's why you're thinking about well, it. We're not, <laughs> Well, we're not going to get anything because we don't understand anything about what you've oh, just said. Yes, we don't, we don't know yes. what's happening oh, course, here, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Andy. Yes, Andy. Could you, in two minutes, please explain to me what the naughty step is? Your time starts now. Uh, okay, so you know Garfield sometimes misbehaves and does things that John doesn't like. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's if John was a, a disciplinarian... 
which is is yeah. someone who sort of uh, is really re- into his rules. Yeah, like the CIA with JFK. Right. Yeah. What you know. what rule did did JFK contravene to make the well because because he was so sexy. Right. Yeah. For, for... So there's a rule against that. I th- <laughs> there I think is. Have you depends... not heard the song? Yeah. I'm too sexy. Yeah. It depends on the office you hold. But he was too sexy to be the president, for sure, yeah. And that's why they blew the back of his head off. And that's why they killed him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Did, did that make him less sexy? Um, I, I think it... His memory probably became more nostalgically sexy, but in practical terms of having sex with his body, I think it, uh, there was a sharp decline in the amount of people that wanted to. Pretty immediately. What's memory? <laughs> What's memory? Mm. You know, earlier in the when we were talking, yeah, yeah. Well, you remember that, and that's like a memory. Okay, so it's things that have happened. That yeah, yeah. You, it's it's things for. that you remember. Like in your head, there's all sorts of pictures and sounds and things from things that happened in the past that you can recall. Okay, mm. I, I, that's a memory. I understand. So, how are the CIA related to the naughty step? No, I don't remember at all. But either way. Uh, if you categorise the CIA as being naughty for assassinating the sexy president... They are scoundrels. Uh, ...then you could potentially ask them to go sit somewhere with very little visual stimulation or anything mm-hmm. to do. Just a kind of a punishment that zends them out. You could get them to sit on a step and you could refer to it as a naughty step. Is this because they've done something bad? Uh, well, I think that badness is in the eye of the holder. But, uh, you know, if you're going to make someone sit on a naughty step, mm. it's usually not, not flippant. And very briefly, do you think killing JFK was good or bad? <laughs> I uh, honestly, I'm I'm nonplussed about it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, you have explained to us that the a naughty step is is a place where you would send the CIA for the crime of um, making the president less sexy. Although that was already his sexiness was already in contravention of of a law which prevents the president from being too sexy. There's conflicting laws. Yeah, um, and it's also something that you might do for being bad so presumably it's some sort of step before or after being crucified yes yeah yeah yeah. so i'm guessing yeah. naughty step then crucifixion yeah okay yeah, so there's lead, only two it yeah. leads up to the crucifix anyway you need to take a step up to get on the crucifix yeah. uh, okay oh no no they nail yeah. you on and then they elevate you yeah, they lift it up. Yeah, okay. but if you were to climb so onto it, an already erected uh, crucifix, you might need a, a step. naughty step. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine if you got, if they put up the crucifix first and then had to crucify yeah. it. Sort in the wounds, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> if we're looking at least to the, they get down to nail me. <laughs> the ground is where good people are. The naughty step, one a step above that is is naughty, and then above that is the crucifix, and that's for people who are bad. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. the hierarchy of people. Is the, the higher up you are, the worse you are. And. Where was JFK on that scale, given that how sexy he was? It depends what he was doing. But a lot of the time, he was he, he was all right. You know, He did well enough to become the president, but he was also so sexy the whole time that it obviously attracted him some enemies. Yeah, he wasn't a so, great husband. If, if, if yeah, yeah. the sexiness well, got was... got blood all over her dress. <laughs> 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 but then when she put the back of his head on, that made her stronger, so... Yeah, well, trauma, trauma can in time make you feel stronger but at the time it probably made her feel weaker because her husband was dead yeah is that why you feel nonplussed about the whole thing well it wasn't my husband and it was before <laughs> I died if I just ma- don't know very much about it but I just feel like people get assassinated sometimes um, if, if it made her weaker in that moment would that mean that she lost the strength to keep the head on well you- 
<laughs> you know how like after Garfield eats loads That's of like lasagna. That's like a horrible Mariah song. After Mariah Garfield Kim. eats loads of lasagna, he can't move around very much. He's maybe more vulnerable than usual. But mm. afterwards, he's full of the energy he's guilty the as having well. eaten loads of lasagna. Yeah. So, you know, she was, she was weaker in that moment. Then afterwards, the scars heal. She's been through experiences. She's felt things. She's come through the other side. Mm. And that makes her stronger. And I'm sure, you know, later in her life, were another husband of hers to be, uh, you know, summarily assassinated in public. Were able to clamp she it would on. have probably like left that flap or something. Just, you know, been a bit bit more practical in the moment. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're welcome. We are interested in human behaviour. Okay. The things that people do. Yeah. Alison, yeah. in two minutes, could you please explain to me what I would be doing if I were to go and play crazy golf? Your time starts two, now. Two minutes. Okay, Garfield. He loves uh, he loves lasagnas and the Bible he, and the Bible. He doesn't mm-hmm. leave us flat much, but I'm sure John has involved himself in crazy golf. Now, golf is a is a game that John would play with maybe his father, uh, or his father-in-law, <laughs> when he's trying to impress them. A father. John is, isn't married. He's interested in 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 whatever that is. He's interested yeah. in Liz, who is a vet. Liz, who's a vet. Well, yeah. Liz's father, I'm sure, plays golf. And John wants to Why impress. are you sure that he plays golf? Because Liz is a vet. So that would say to me that she's middle class, maybe higher. What's middle class? Mm. Oh, well, what's class? You oh, know. Oh, is, that- <laughs> <laughs> is that being on the naughty step? Because that's yeah. the, the midpoint between the grand the middle, and the crucifixion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, golf is a game. Do you know what a game is? Um, Garfield likes to play games. Mm, with and, uh, Odie and Nermal. With Odie. Now imagine if Odie <laughs> Imagine if Odie was very stiff, right? <laughs> if Odie, you know, Odie's ears got very stiff and he was in like Would you care to speculate how and why this happened? <laughs> well Garfield came in and like scared Odie and he got so he announced like, a shooting at the mill <laughs> very close to Odie. Yeah. Odie was reading a good book at the time. Odie was traumatized. The good book. <laughs> the good book. Garfield Annual. <laughs> Odie, oh. Odie was reading the Garfield Annual, which must have confused Odie mm. to see himself. Do you remember what I told you vaginas were? Yes, eggs, whole, eggs come out of them. It's yeah, a hole in a million. So, like, the so holes are vaginas of the earth, and then you put, like, a little, you get a stick, and you hit this, you hit an egg-like object right. into the vagina, and that's good of the grass. Okay. Yes. So would popping an egg back up a vagina, vagina. be a good thing to do? What it would cr- it depend. I mean, does, like, very quickly, what does crazy mean? Uh, oh, like the crazy frog. Thank you. So, Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so um, in two minutes, there, Alison, you've told us that in in, in order to impress. Liz, the vet's father, John would have used a stick to... Or Odie, a stiffened Odie. <laughs> John would have used a stiffened, o- stiffened Odie to put uh, a- a- an egg, which is a small minion containing protein, yeah. into the vagina of the earth. Yes, that's it. And he would shout, four, beforehand. Good. <laughs> I didn't know how to describe a stick. No way. <laughs> Andy. Yes, Andy. In three, uh, two minutes, mm. would you be able to uh, describe to me what I would be doing if I were masturbating? <gasps> Your two minutes start now. How about I show you? <laughs> <laughs>
How about you explain? Um, all right. Well, you know how John <laughs> likes Liz the vet? Yes. Well, Liz has a vagina. She's got a hole in her. She has a hole in her. The and eggs. instead of a vagina, John has sort of like a stiffened Odie. <laughs> Just like a, pr- a protrusion, like a rod. <laughs> Just a kind of, that coincidentally or not, yeah. Fits quite snugly into the vagina hole. Right. So um, has so his Odie been scared? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's got a rigid Odie, well, which Odie. which comes upon him if he spends too much time thinking about the vagina. Well, hole. Odie is Odie is John's. John is the owner of Odie. So. I know, but I'm, I'm saying uh, uh, John has his own Odie attached to his body, sort of between oh. the top of his two legs. How's okay. this happened? Um, it's just on all of us. You've got one as well. Were you to put your hand down there right now, you'd feel one. There's two oh. sort of egg-like things. We'd and then feel a, a slightly longer. So- well, it might not be stiff. It depends how much you're enjoying the podcast. But if you are in, a, in an agitated state, you'll get quite a stiff Odie. And if there's no vagina hole around to put your stiff Odie into, you might you might just stimulate the motion of putting it in there yourself with your hands, and we'd refer to that as masturbation. So you so, so you, you you simulate the mo- the motion of Liz the vet, on, yeah, on, on a stiff Odie, which we all have. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm led to well, believe it, it feels good to put your stiff Odie in a hole. So if there's no present hole, you could sort of make a hole with your hand and put your stiff Odie in that hole. Why does that feel good? Um, it, I don't know. Maybe it's part of, uh, uh, we've all got to, if you have sex, like put your OD in the vagina hole, Yeah, you might make more people. So sort of back in the past, maybe it, it makes sense for that to feel good, to encourage us to do that, to keep making more people. Is, is this, um, the fact that it feels good to put your OD in a hole, is, yeah. is, is that the reason that JFK's wife Put, put it back on the, the, of his head that came off I honestly in I order think that to was just prevent an, any yeah I think that was just an impulse move from her okay. but but certainly um, he would have had his OD in her hole several times and that would have made that would have made the pain of his, his passing even worse okay. thank you Andy okay. for that um that enlightening explanation. Mm. That's all right, um, Andy. Would you like to explain what we've uh, we've just uh, come to understand? A- absolutely. So, so um, if uh, John were to be scared in uh, such a way that his Odie stiffened up, and Liz were not there, um, <laughs> he could use his hands to simulate the presence of Liz, and that's masturbating. <laughs> yeah. Little, you know, the stiff Odie just vomits. Yeah. At the end. Oh, I forgot to say, yeah. If if you if you simulate that Liz's presence enough, then your Odie will sort of just throw up a little bit of white stuff. And 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 very quickly, what's throw up? Throw up is sort of uh, uh, you know when you go insane, you rip all your skin off. Yes. You might throw up then as well. But but what is throwing up very briefly? Oh, if you eat too much lasagna and it comes back out your mouth again, but it's a bit kind right. of like hot and acidic. You you will find there, that if you eat loads of lasagna an, one day. An associated guilt with this, or uh, it doesn't feel great to throw up, but sometimes you just throw up. It depends how you feel about being sick. I usually feel a bit guilty for being sick, just because it's like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. You know, like uh, someone with their shit together wouldn't throw up as much as I do. But. And does Chewbacca have a greater capacity to vomit? I, once again, don't think Chewbacca has greater capacities in general. I've sort of slapped this down every time. (laughs) (laughs) We were just given to understand that he's a a scaled-up Garfield. He's just really big. Right, okay. But his feelings are the same strength as another person's feelings. Okay. Okay. So he's only bigger than Garfield 
in terms of his physical presence. He's physically yeah. larger, yeah. Okay, thank you for okay. for maintaining that. That's all right. Um, really being very consistent on that. Thank you. <laughs> and we, we appreciate it. Thank it's you. good to yeah. know what the, the real, um, you know, the red lines are. Yeah. yeah. I'm I am concerned that I've taught you about masturbation but not consent yet. But we'll we'll keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe consent will come up in the uh, <laughs> coming. Myself and Andy have the use of the English language. Ah. But not an understanding of it. Yeah. Uh, and there are particular phrases oh, no. within the English language that we find particularly difficult. Alison. Yeah. Could you please explain in two minutes what the following phrase means? A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Ooh. You've got two minutes. Your time starts now. So birds are small chickens, which are minions with feathers. And holes. And holes. And uh, so you know the way Andy described the sensation of masturbating? Yes. Uh, where he used his hands. He simulated Liz. Simulated Liz with his hands. Um, what if you, instead of uh, a stiff Odie, you had a, a bird? Uh, so you're just, you've got, you've got your hands surrounding a bird. You're not letting it fly and you feel really powerful about it. You're making the bird feel like Liz is there. Oh yeah, because John is very much as trapped Liz. Is that the, yeah. So you're using your hands to make a bird think Liz is there. Yeah, yeah, I am. And it's confused and I suppose... That's worth more to me than seeing two birds in freedom. <laughs> is, it, is that not? Is that not the same? Why is there value in confusing a bird? Oh, you just feel because you know, you know the way Chewbacca is one and a half times John. Chewbacca would have an inner confidence more than John because uh, uh, Andy's been very insistent that Chewbacca <laughs> is only larger in terms of his yeah. size he's, and he's, he's just as confident as John as anyone I, else okay. is he's just a big guy I, I think we need to respect that Andy's okay. been really hard live on I think but uh, yeah that's true just so watch like, what you say alright <laughs> <laughs> so I think having the sensation of having a bird in your hand yeah. makes you feel really hard and powerful right uh, like it's hard Odie. and powerful yeah like, like Odie becomes stiff. Like Odie becomes stiff. So does observing two birds elsewhere make you feel soft and powerless? Or? <laughs> yeah, like right. like Liz in her relationship with John. <laughs> I like um, yeah. I think I've explained it well. Have you? Do you yeah. Think Can we just skip like... the end of the time? Actually, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm still confused. The, 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 the time is now up. Um, <laughs> and 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 you've told us that uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Uh, it means when you uh, when you confuse a bird by making it think Liz is there, and that makes you feel powerful. Mm. It worth. It's worth more to your self worth. Yeah. You know, yeah. I presume that's what the idiom is about. It makes yeah. you yeah. feel better about yourself. Yeah. In yeah, opposition to viewing more birds elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> torturing and holding a bird in your hand is better than seeing two in freedom. Yeah. Being able to inflict things on birds yeah. is more more personally fulfilling than just seeing birds. Mm. Yeah. Why would you want to see birds when you can hold it and feel its little heartbeat really yeah. fast in your hand? You could crush it. You could you know? feel its, it's fear. rib cage. Yeah. You can do anything to it, but you won't. And that's what the feeling is, is the feeling of mercy on an animal that's smaller. Would it be good to crush a no. bird if it was too sexy? 
<laughs> and watch this bird wife just try and piece it back together again. <laughs> Flapping its wing back into it. <laughs> Futilely. <laughs> Thank you, Alison. No problem. <laughs> I feel the JFK figures let us down. Oh, it's been a really handy jumping off point, that actually. Can't wait to learn about consent. <laughs> I think the running theme of this whole podcast should be that you two never have learned, never learn it, never learn anything about it. <laughs> it's just oh. a bubbling undercurrent. I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> And How then. does this get released? <laughs> like, someone else does what's it, I released? suppose. Your clones do it. Don't, don't understand. Doesn't matter. Don't All know right. what's going on. Um, Andy, finally, yes, Andy. In, in, in two minutes, would you be able to uh, tell me what the phrase, the dog's bollocks, means? Your two minutes starts now. Generally means good, like positive. It's a good thing. The so, dog's bollocks. So the opposite of being crucified. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, what is the opposite of being crucified? I guess it would be uh, having your arms nailed to your legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like sit. I, I, I think, I think being crucified and not being the, the opposite of having your hands nailed to your legs. I think both those are bad, and I think right. the middle ground we're aiming for is where the goodness is, where you you're, you haven't been nailed to anything in any way. That's that's good. Okay, so it's not having your arms nailed to your legs. It's not being nailed to anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's good. I think right. if you've gotten to the point where you're not being crucified, but you have nailed your arms to your legs, you've gone too far. Just pull it back a bit. Just pull it back. <laughs> Just pull it back slightly. You can't, because you've... Yeah, yeah no, yeah. exactly, yeah. So the dog's bollocks means to not have your... To not be nailed to anything. Yeah. It just means good. Right. Just a positive... Just, oh, that's the dog's bollocks. So oh, we- lasagna's here. That's the dog's bollocks. So we understand that this is a phrase, yeah, and that phrase phrases have two meanings. Yes, one of which is literal. What does it literally mean? Oh, so literally, mm. you know, Odie's a dog. Yes. yes, and you know, I was saying earlier when you're masturbating, if you go down there, there's sort of like two kind of egg-like miniony things. Yeah, yeah, full of those, protein. Those are testicles, or what? also known as bollocks. So Odie has two of those as well, and those would be a dog's bollocks. Is that where the sick comes from? Uh, yeah, it is actually. Okay. If you get it too agitated and it sicks up some white stuff, that's actually stored in the bollocks. Given that they're full of protein, would you feel stronger after consuming it? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the same with pee, where your own is sterile and other people's is bad for you. But certainly, um, I've seen plenty of people on the internet drink quite a lot of cum and be fine. <laughs> what is pee? Pee? Oh, you know toilets, toilet paper? Yeah. You can use it to clean that. Sometimes you pee and you get a little bit of liquid on the on the on the toilet and you can use a toilet paper to wipe that up that's Thanks. pee thank you thank Thanks. you Andy no you're welcome guys Very so succinct. welcome I appreciate that Andy could you like to sum up what Andy's just said certainly so the the phrase the dog's bollocks literally refers to the uh, the little eggs that Odie has um, near his Odie uh, and, um, and can I just ask a- is there an infinite number of recurring Odies presumably yeah 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 okay. well we no, you would have thought that Odie's Odie doesn't have its own Odie yeah I think um yeah, penises don't have penises on them. So once you get to the penis, that's probably just mm. that's that's. So there's only one Odie. Only has one Odie. Yeah, Odie's only got one Odie. Yeah, exactly. You've only got one Odie. Your Odie doesn't then have its own Odie. You know, okay. it, it, it's not like a master blaster kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. So, but yeah, no. But so that that's that's the 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 uh, 
the literal sense, in a figurative sense, it uh, simply means not being nailed to anything. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Andy, at the, uh, at the end of all of that, <gasps> who do you feel has provided the most satisfactory explanations? Uh, they were both excellent, I think. I agree. Um, but for having brought the uh, assassination of JFK into the mix, which has been useful for, for pretty much everything that we've discussed after that point, I would have to mm. say that Alison has been I can't there. believe wow. it. Yeah. That That's is, very nice. Obviously, this is all good fun. We're just having fun. I'm outraged. <laughs> <laughs> You should be. It doesn't matter. I'm not competitive. I'm furious. I, <laughs> I uh, whilst, I, whilst I, I, I agree that the explanation of JFK and his assassination was fundamental. I also brought Abbey. Perhaps the it. way that, that Andy was able to use. Uh, well, I, I, I'm going to say that I think Andy's explanations were better purely on his consistency on Chewbacca's limitations. I, I mm. think it's, it's really good. I really won't bend on that. I, I, I think it's really good to understand that there are there are there are firm boundaries, and I'd just like to say that I think you and I understand that there are firm yeah. boundaries. Yeah, perfect. Hey, so oh. in a way, you've learned about consent. Andy Field, thank you very much indeed for joining us. You're welcome, Alison Spittle. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. I'm sorry. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thank you. Oh, oh we'll have to no. Pop that oh, back on. Wowie. <gasps> Not you as well. Oh. What will happen to us? He was my favourite. You have been listening to Born Yesterday featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.